Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'll be talking about lacking boundaries and anxiety. And this is a listener question and answer. The question came in from Steph. And I want to thank you, Steph, for sending your question and benefiting yourself and helping everybody else get a little bit of a handle on boundaries here and how they can really affect our anxiety. So thanks, Steph. Okay, let's read the question that came in from Steph. Hello, I just started listening to your podcast and I'm finding it very useful. I listened to your podcast on boundaries and I just wanted to ask what some examples of boundaries might be. Some of the feelings you described of people who have poor boundaries really related to me. Thank you, Steph. Again, Steph, thanks for sending that in. I know this is, uh, I'm glad that you wanted a little bit more clarity and a little bit more information on this because boundaries can make a big difference in how we are feeling and how we are relating to other people and how they are relating to us. And there's a lot of anxiety that gets flared up around relationships, whether they be at home or at work or just out in the community, a lot of um, anxiety and stress around that. So our boundaries can really help us in how we relate to other people, be that at work or at home, or in the community. So let's look at why boundaries are important and when we are dealing with stress, anxiety, and panic. For many people struggling with anxiety, um, learning how to create healthy boundaries can be a life-changing tool. This doesn't come easily because there's a reason we have poor boundaries, and there's a lot of habits that have formed around our lack of boundaries or our wiggly boundaries. Uh, so we, we were going to have to deal with the habitual side of things also. But when we can actually start creating healthy boundaries, it can be life changing. Sometimes people cope with anxiety and stress, even just regular old life stresses by creating walls. And by walls, I mean unmovable boundaries. This is like, no one can cross this. And I am protecting myself by being walled off. And we do that 
by avoiding situations. Now that might sound familiar to some of you because with anxiety, we often avoid situations that trigger us. And other times, anxiety is experienced as a result of these unclear boundaries. So we can either be creating a wall, which doesn't help us. This is going to interfere with our relationships and our own ability to, uh, to be loved and to be cared for. And we can be avoiding situations that trigger us. And sometimes we simply have unclear lines between ourselves and others because we haven't taken the time to look and see what was important to us and where we want to take a stand on things. So because with anxiety, often we're not good with confrontation. We're not good with saying what's important to us because we're afraid someone else might not like it. And if they don't like our boundary, maybe they don't like us. And we are always trying to avoid conflict when we are in that kind of a, a mind state. And so when we're always trying to avoid conflict, we will often have very poor boundaries or unclear boundaries between ourselves and others. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. And when we don't protect our sense of self, if we're always willing to just go with what other people want, um, it, it can be easy to start to feel overwhelmed and stressed because we're taking on responsibility for a lot of things that aren't even ours. We're taking on responsibility for everything and everyone around us. I don't know if this sounds familiar to any of you, but I hear it a lot in coaching. I hear it a lot in uh, the group, and I have also experienced this firsthand. I am not above any of this, believe me. I have had my struggles with boundaries, and that's why I am so wanting you to take a look at your boundaries because it is life-changing when you can have clear, firm boundaries. Now, a boundary is movable, 
boundary is like a fence with a gate. Things can change. You can let certain people in and you can let certain people out and you can keep some people out and let other people in. A boundary is not a wall. There are two different things going on there. When we're talking about boundaries, we're not talking about the wall that keeps us closed off from everyone and everything. And it's not avoidance. It's not avoiding situations that trigger us. Our boundary is that we will try, perhaps, if we have a triggering situation or let's say a triggering location, and we we will go there. We'll try to go there. Maybe we can't stay very long the first time, but we don't wall ourselves off from it. So you can see boundaries are about more than just our relationship with other people. It can be with situations and with places when we are learning to put ourselves into a uncomfortable situation, we can say we can try it. We open that gate to this new experience or to this new location and we'll stay there as long as we can. And we can begin, you can see here where we can begin to expand our boundaries as we become more comfortable with the new situations or the triggering uh, environments. It's not hard for a vicious cycle to begin where we have a lack of boundaries and those lack of boundaries lead to anxiety and where the anxiety can lead to a feeling that you can't set clear and effective limits. And like the fear of adrenaline and fear cycle, that cycle is self-perpetuating unless we intervene with awareness. So I just want you to be aware. If you begin to see this cycle of, of lack of boundaries and more anxiety, because you have no sense of where you end and the other person begins, you have no sense of what you will allow and you have no sense of what you are willing to do. So what happens is it's all willy-nilly and you are open to your environment. All external people, places, and things are able to encroach on you. And of course, that would make anybody feel anxious. It could lead to a panic attack because you are not willing to keep yourself safe. Boundaries, good, clear boundaries will keep you safe. Now let's get on talking about the boundaries, and what boundaries are. They are many different kinds of boundaries out there, different kinds of boundaries, and it depends on each person and the relationship that you are in on how your boundaries will look. For example, you will have boundaries at work, you will have boundaries with children, with your partners, with parents, with friends, and so forth. And Boundaries are what help us to be secure in who we are and where you end and the other person begins. When that is not clear, there's something that goes on that's called enmeshment. And so what happens is you're unclear of what you are wanting. Is it what I want or is that what my partner wants. If you are enmeshed with your partner, you will be unclear of what you want to say 
Uh, you will often run things through the filter in your mind of your partner or your boss, whoever this uh, is that you are not having the clear boundary with. Boundaries help us to state what our needs are and to hold them until they are met. We can often say we want something, but then as soon as there is a little bit of pushback from the other person, place, or thing, we cave in. Now that's not a boundary. Boundary is strong enough to let us hold it. We can, you hear about holding your boundary. It means that we are being strong enough. We believe we have a conviction in what our needs are and that we are willing to hold this boundary to have those needs met. Having our needs met is very important and it's different. Again, we go back to the first point is very different depending on the relationship. So what your needs are going to be with your uh, partner is very different from what your needs being met are with your children. And this is why boundaries are, are movable. They are flexible. They are changeable and they are different in different situations. A boundary Getting very right to the point here, a boundary is saying yes when we mean yes and no when we mean no. Now, what's the flip side of that? A lack of boundaries is saying yes when you mean no. And I want you to think about that for a minute and think about where in your life this may have happened to you, where you said yes to something when you really meant no or when you really wanted to say no, but you went along. That is a very weak boundary. That is a no boundary. And we can practice this by paying attention to how we feel when we say yes to something. Pay attention in your body to how your body feels. It will give you a clue. And you may be wanting to say no. And you can practice this. Practice this with easy, safe people first before you go trying this with your boss or maybe your partner. But try it with friends and people that are very, uh, you're very comfortable with and maybe can even say what you're working on, that you're working on your boundaries. So maybe you say yes to something and you go, you can feel it in your body that it's wrong, that you really wanted to say no, and just call it back with them. Say, wait a minute, I, you know, really when I think about it, I really need to say no and practice it. And this can be really easier to do in texting and email and the like, because we get a chance to think about it, right? Now, if you have trouble with boundaries, one of the things you can do is if you are asked to do something, you can buy yourself some time by saying, I'll need to think about that, or let me get back to you tomorrow, or let me go home and check my calendar, I think if you can buy yourself some time, you maybe can shore up your boundary a little bit and say, wait a minute, I really don't want to do that thing. I'm going to practice saying no. Now, this is going to take practice, and I'm telling you, it's going to be uncomfortable. But it's okay, because once you start doing it, you're going to find out the other person didn't react half as 
negatively as you thought in your mind. You know that anxious mind can be a scary place and it can have some negative and dark kinds of projections about the future, but that doesn't mean that that is what is true. So another thing you want to be cautious of is not giving into manipulation or being easily suggestible. Pay attention to those things. Are you often easily manipulated into doing things? That would be a sign of very poor boundaries. And it's also a sign of where you need to become stronger and hold a stronger boundary by learning to say no or holding your own well-being and needs in high esteem and asking for those to be met versus going along with being manipulated or being easily suggestible. Do you take everything that you hear and, and go right along with it or believe it? These are places that you can buy yourself some time and think about it and say, how do I really feel about that? Is this a place where I can hold my own boundary? In other words, it's knowing who you are and what you want and what you like and what you dislike and finding the people, places, and situations that like and can support you as you're growing in this. You can keep working on this, but it's best with people that know you well and are willing to accept your faults and your uh, wanting to change your mind on a on a question that was asked. Practice there first, and remember, you want to be firm and secure in who you are and what you want. It's okay to want what you want. It's okay to need what you need and like what you like. So find the people and places and situations that can help you to support your new firming up of your boundaries. This can really make a big difference in your life. Steph, thank you so much for sending your question. I hope that those tips and ideas have been helpful for you. And now for today's quote. Honoring your own boundaries is the clearest message to others to honor them too. And that's from Gina Greenley. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.